The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of the Premier Dance Network, the only podcast network dedicated solely to the world of dance. And thank you for joining us here at The Whole Dancer with host Jess Spinner. But before we get started with today's episode, I'd like to take a moment and share a word from our sponsor. Body Rappers' Angela Luzio is happy to be the proud sponsor of the Premier Dance Network. Body Rappers' Angela Luzio is known for its fine total stretch tights and Angela Luzio shoes. Tyler Peck, principal dancer of the New York City Ballet, is its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck Designs for Premier. It takes a dancer who wears a leotard all day to know what is best in a leotard. So Tyler's beautiful original leotard designs fit perfectly, are ideal for class, rehearsal, or performance, and move well with the body won't ride up in the back. Body Wrappers makes additional apparel for all types of dance that includes ballet, jazz, modern, lyrical, hip-hop, tap, team, liturgical, performance wear for competition and recital, as well as Angela Luzio shoes. You may view all the products at www.bodywrappers.com or to purchase Tyler Peck designs by Body Wrappers, go to dancewearcorner.com or your favorite online dance apparel retailer for all their products. Hi dancers, Jess here. Today I wanted to chat about ways to eat out and make better decisions while you're doing so. There are actually ways that eating out can benefit your eating plan or your food strategies in the long run. So that's what we'll get into today. So whenever it's possible, one of my tips is to make sure that you check out the menu ahead of time. So for example, I have a holiday party on Saturday with the women who I teach bar with. And I already know the restaurant, so I looked at their menu online and I saw a few things that I might enjoy eating that also happen to be generally healthy options. There's a quinoa dish, there is, um, I've been experimenting with eating a little bit of fish, which, which some of you might have known that I didn't really eat that before, but I'm very open to experimentation. So. I think you have to consistently be trying new things and seeing how your body reacts to it. And I also have a condition going on where I need a higher amount of omega-3s in my diet. So maybe I'll have some fish on Saturday. We'll see. But by looking at the menu ahead of time, you can kind of plan it out. You don't have to know specifically because in the moment you might decide you want something else. But it's good to look and get an idea of what might work for you. Consider side dishes to make a meal. That's something that I always do and something that I don't think everyone necessarily thinks of, but a lot of restaurants will have great healthy sides like uh, broccoli or spinach or another green that, you know, maybe they do it in a more decadent way. If you don't want it like that, you can always ask for things to be modified. I think that restaurants these days are much more accommodating because they realize that people have more uh, dietary needs and specifications that they need to adhere to. So they're much more willing to give you what you want and need. Uh, try to find balance. So, you know, if you're going out, you want to enjoy yourself, or if you've not been really indulging, it might be a chance for you to try something that you wouldn't typically make at home or eat a meal that's a little bit more decadent or rich. As with any eating, you know, remember that you have to be listening to how your body responds to the food and when you feel that you've had enough. So especially when I'm eating something super decadent, 
I say to myself, well, how much of this is going to take for me to feel satisfied? So it's not necessarily feeling full or getting to a place where um, I'm even, you know, maybe I'm even a little bit hungry still, but that's because I'm going to then fill in that hunger with the healthy side dish. That's where the balance comes in. So maybe you're having a salad on the side or that vegetable as a side, but you order something decadent as your main course. You have a few bites until you feel satisfied by that, and then you can move on. And you can take it home and you can, you know, divide it up and still enjoy it over the course of a number of days, or I always like to share my leftovers, especially those that were decadent, with uh, my partner so that he can experience it as well and enjoy it. So find ways to make it work so that you're not feeling deprived and you're not saying to yourself, I can't have that, but you're finding the balance with it. Um, so going along with that would be to eat only what you're hungry for. We don't want to get in a situation where we say to ourselves, this is the only time I'm ever eating this decadent meal. Maybe it's like pasta with a cream sauce, or maybe, maybe it's just pasta in general, right? You're not going to say to yourself, this is the only time all year that I'm going to eat this, or this is the only time I'm ever allowing myself to have this, because that sets you up to go overboard and not feel good about the food choice and potentially have a stomach ache because of it. So I don't want you to feel like it's the only time you'll ever have it. And that goes for the main meal, that goes for like the bread basket, that goes for desserts. You don't wanna ever be in a situation where you're saying to yourself, I'm never allowed to eat this again. Because when we do that, it truly sets you up for disaster. And it truly sets you up for, you know, going overboard or potentially binging, depending on the scenario, and not feeling good about the food choice afterwards. So I tend to say, even though there are certain things I don't typically eat or generally try to avoid when it comes to food, if anyone asks me, I say that I eat what I want when I want because it, truly that is the truth. You know, I, I don't feel deprived because I know I can have whatever I want whenever I want it, but I just choose not to have those things much of the time because I know how they make me feel and I know how I want to feel in my body when I'm moving, when I'm dancing, just like in general, my energy and all of that. So try to get your head into that space where you know you can eat whatever you want, but you're making choices. It's up to you to make those choices to indulge sometimes, not eat something decadent 24-7. You know, find the ways to make it a little bit more balanced. Um, but remembering that all things can be allowed in, in a way. And I don't even like the whole moderation thing because I think that people, like the concept of moderation is a little too abstract. People have different ideas of moderation and, uh, you know, like it's not something that can necessarily work across the board. So I don't even think you should look at it like that, but I think you should rather look at it as I make choices around my food based on how I want to feel. How do you want to feel in your everyday? That's like huge when it comes to food. So think about that. Um, Allow yourself to indulge. I've touched on this already, but know that, you know, it's it's an opportunity to try something that maybe you don't make at home. It's an opportunity to have like a really beautiful dessert and enjoy it with the people you're, you're around and uh, share your food. That's something big as well is to make sure that you are 
allowing yourself to enjoy the food with people. And this goes along with knowing that you can eat things whenever you want. When I was dancing and in a place where I was sort of trying to restrict myself from specific foods or specific food groups, I would then sometimes go out and say, well, since I'm out and it's Christmas Eve, I'm allowed to eat at the time I ate meat. So I would say I'm allowed to eat filet mignon tonight. And um, maybe I would even have like French fries or something, you know, that I would not typically eat. And because it was such a restricted thing and such a limited thing in my life, I would get very possessive about food in like kind of a, a weird way. But I think that it's not uncommon. And, you know, my sister is the kind of person who will just reach over onto your plate and take your food, which I do still think is a little bit um, rude, but I know that's just something that she does at this point. But back then when I was in that place of restriction and she would reach over and take food that I had decided to have this special meal for myself and this special allowance, I would get, I would like freak out. It wasn't, it was not a pretty sight. And it was like just another cause of friction, you know, between sisters because I would, I was so possessive because I was only allowing myself to have it this one time or like, you know, that's what I told myself anyway, like this one time I'm allowed to have this. So when someone would ask for some or even just reach over and take some, I, I felt severe anxiety and stress around it because I had created that stressful environment for myself around food. So remember that, I mean, that comes back to knowing you can have whatever you want whenever you want it. It's up to you. So never feel like, oh, this is the last time I can have this. I will. I don't want to share it with anyone. And, you know, that spilled over for me into leftovers as well. Like if I had decided I was going to allow myself to sometimes or to eat the leftovers and then somebody else would try to have some, like I would freak out. So it's that calm mindset around food that makes a huge difference in how we approach it in a restaurant, in life, and in other scenarios as well. Eating out, I do think it's important to think about how things are cooked and prepared as well. Um, you know, some things we assume are made in olive oil and maybe that restaurant is using butter and maybe you don't even really eat butter, but you're, you know, that's just how they cook it. So I think you should ask questions and not feel weird about it and don't feel like you're putting anyone out and don't feel like a pain for making substitutions. Restaurants are a place, they're set up to serve us. That's what it is. It's a service-based business. And they want you to have a positive experience. So most of the time, especially if it's like a nice place you're going for a holiday celebration, most of the time, if you say to them, oh, you know, I don't really like this or I don't really eat that, is there anything that we can substitute? Or if you've already picked out, like you see that in their sides, they have broccoli, you can say, can I have that instead of this? Don't feel like you have to do that once again, if it's like more of the indulgent experience that you're desiring, but uh, definitely allow yourself to ask the questions and see what can be done to make something more appealing to you or just like a better decision for you in that moment. Remember that you're, many of you are in like the midst of Nutcracker, which is why I think, you know, probably it's a quieter time right now to be having this uh, Facebook Live because I think if you're doing Nutcracker, you're probably still sleeping or you're already at the theater because you have like a school show or something today. Um, but so being in the midst of all of that, you're using a lot of energy. 
I was speaking with Kirsten of Twin Talks Ballet the other day, and she was talking about how, you know, around Nutcracker season or any busy dancing season, we get into such great shape and we feel so good about it uh, because we are using so much energy and we're constantly dancing and at the theater, rehearsing, taking class, warming up, all of that, and you're busy. So maybe if you do use your schedule as a way to, um, monitor or control, which is not necessarily great, but if you're using that schedule to control your food choices, you know, that's a schedule that's allowing you to be a bit more in control with what you're eating and what you're putting into your body. So a lot of the time we get into the best shape during Nutcracker and we think, oh, I have to like find a way to restrict my food in order to maintain this. But you have to remember that you are in need of replenishment of the energy and that you're expending. And just because you're replenishing some of it with a healthy uh, meal or even a meal that has some indulgence to it, you're not going to undo all the work that you've done. One of the biggest things that I had to learn and that I try to impart on my clients is that weight gain does not actually happen as quickly or easily as we think that it might. It takes a lot more time than you think and finding the balance and finding the calm around food truly is the key to maintaining or even losing weight. So remember that you have to allow yourself to replenish the food. You can certainly have some desserts. So the final thing is that, you know, I say that eating out can be a strategy to improve your eating plan. And this is something that I discovered and I've talked about in relation to vacationing in the same way because it's something that I discovered on vacation with friends. But when you're eating out in a scenario with other people, I think we can be a little bit more aware of our hunger and our fullness. And we're much less likely in those situations to binge or overeat because we're with other people. You know, for me, the binging cycle was always something that happened when I was alone. So when you're with other people, you have that sort of safe space to eat and enjoy and really listen to how you feel about the food and how it's it's going into your body and how you feel you're digesting it and finding your satisfaction level. So use eating out as an opportunity to reconnect to your hunger cues and to reconnect to the foods you enjoy and make sure that you're allowing yourself to have those. And you might even think to yourself, how can I take these foods that are a little bit more indulgent and enjoy them on a regular basis? An example of that might be something like French fries or sweet potato fries that at a restaurant are generally going to be fried. But Baked fries at home are so easy and so delicious. Find those ways that you can eat these foods that seem more indulgent and make them healthier and enjoy them at home on a more regular basis so that you're finding that joy in food all the time. Food shouldn't induce fear. I know that it can for so many of us, but finding that joy in it and knowing that it's essential and that it's fueling you and that it's moving you forward is so, so very important for um, feeling good about eating. So those are some tips on eating out at restaurants with no guilt and enjoying uh, that experience. So let me know how, how, it, how it goes for you. And if you have any eating out questions specifically, or like I said, any other topics you'd like me to cover, just let me know.